Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's the Rumble Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Andrew Goodalock, Vaughn Wafer, Joey Devine, Timo Salanian, Earl Jones. John Keen, Ron Vandershef, Patreons, Rusty Mahakian, thank you Rusty, Aaron, thank you Aaron, John W. Williams, thank you John, Richard Fogg, thank you Richard, now we're listed as explicit. Musical guest, the Toadies, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are back with a brand new episode of the podcast. And before I introduce my wonderful co-host and my best friend, I just want to say, right off the bat, let's get business out of the way. Um, email us at roundrockpod. Call us on the phone at the number in the description of this episode. We haven't gotten any calls. We want some calls. Tweet at us at roundrockpod. Um, if you feel like giving us money, you can do that at patreon.com slash roundrockpod, where, friends, I'm mailing buttons out next week, so... If you're at the $10 tier and you want some incredible buttons, do that. If you've been at the $10 tier and moved down, don't worry. We're still giving you your buttons because we don't believe in capitalism. <laughs> uh, and thank you so, so much to our Patreons. Is that all the business, Sean? I think it is, Joey. Well, it's we're not done thanking people, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because we teased it last episode, but uh, mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. week, uh, you guys blew us away. Uh, a group of our fans uh, bought us the nicest gift I've ever gotten in my entire world. And you know what? In the entire world. And you know what? I'm not even calling them fans. I'm calling them friends. These are our friends. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Just like that 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 movie with Zac Efron directed by Catfish's best friend. We are your friends. <laughs> um, should I play the gift we got? Play we the probably gift. Set it up. Oh, right? yeah, set it up. Because otherwise, it's gonna sound. It's gonna scare people. A group of our friends got together and bought us a cameo of warrior great Rick Barry 
saying a bunch of inside jokes from this podcast. Uh, so I'm going to play that right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, one second here. Come on, people. You fans are the greatest fans in the world. That's everybody said that. Show a little bit of class. This is a man that I've spent some time talking to. He is going to change this franchise. This is crazy. Seriously. Uh, Sean, I have a funny little thing to tell you. What yeah. I I didn't play the the cameo there. You know what I did play? What'd you play? Him yelling at the crowd during the Chris Mullen uh the Chris <laughs> Mullen jersey retirement ceremony. <laughs> oh. Here is the actual <laughs> NBA bastard Rick Rick Barry saying things from this podcast. Hi, Rick Barry here. Yeah, I'm really sorry that it's taken so long to get this off to you. Uh, I was traveling a little bit, and you can thank RBR FTFers. Yes, that's right, Dave Schilling. This is all for you because your buddies want this to uh, to go out to you. So congratulations on hosting a new season of Round Ball Rock. Hey, anybody that's involved with the sport of basketball gets an A-plus in my book, I'll tell you that. It's also terrific that you're talking about the Warriors and the game of basketball. So I hope you have a great season doing that. Actually, I'm getting ready to start a podcast myself called Warriors 24. So you should check me out. I'll check you out. It'll be kind of cool. I'm supposed to also give a nice shout out to Brett and Randy, to Brooke and Robin, to Zach's One Beer, whatever that is. Also to Mackie Sile, JJ's Secret Family, to Tillman. I wonder if that's Tillman Frittetta. I doubt it, probably. Frankie Muniz, Anthony Randolph, the plain dunk. So, hey, guys, shut it down. Trust the process and keep staying as basketball fans because this is one of the greatest sports ever. I wish you wonderful holidays that are upcoming and God bless you and your family. Um, Look, I never thought getting a message from Rick Barry would make me uh, feel emotional, but this certainly did. And I know I don't speak for you, Sean, but I do speak for you. And uh, it really meant a lot to you, too. Yeah, it was very touching. It was like, at first, it was just incredibly surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like, I assumed that Rick Barry was going to start yelling at me for something I did <laughs> And then it was, and then it was very sweet, and uh, I thought it was very cute that he was like, "Come on, they can't possibly be obsessed with Tillman Fertitta, <laughs> who would, who would talk about that guy all the time?" Um, so I'm going to read off the list of names of people who bought this real quick. Uh, do it, do it. Thank you, John Wilms. Thank you, Patrick Cosmos. Uh, thank you, Kevin Farrigan. Thank you, Corbin A. Smith. Thank you, Julian Rodriguez. Thank you, Damon Agnos. Thank you, Queen Ozymandias herself. Thank you, Sean Hyken. Thank you, Katie Heindel. Thank you, Dunn Nelson, a.k.a. Ninja Purtle, a.k.a. Shot Daddy. Thank you, Mike Burchett. Thank you, Eric Gunderson. Thank you, Dubaru. Thank you, Coach Dave Dufour. Thank you, Tallboy. Thank you, Coppernick. And thank you, Hannes. You guys are the best, and... um. It's actually a real joy to do this show. Uh, it blows me away that anyone listens at all, because Sean and I would be doing this anyway, just not into microphones. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, uh, yeah, it's very, it was very sweet. And, honestly, um, I hope... Look, we will never tell you to stop booing. That's our promise. <laughs> hey, one second here. Come on, people! You fans are the greatest fans in the world. That's everybody said that. Um, all right. Should we get to reader mail? Yeah, let's do reader mail. Sure. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Sean. Our friend Tyler, a.k.a. T2 wrote us a letter and he says hey guys don't know if you remember but i'm the reader who invited you to my wedding two years ago (laughs) shockingly we are still together anyway i'm a kindergarten teacher and the only male teacher at our school my boss has organized a school-wide three-on-three basketball game for the teachers as a team building thing she made me a captain 
and I can pick my squad. I'm 6'1", and at least three inches taller than anyone else. We are playing on eight-foot rims. Which NBA player should I base my game on, and what kind of squad should I look to draft? And, finally, most importantly, I would say, should I posterize my boss? Man, uh, now, T2. Sean, yeah, oh, go ahead. No, well, you real go. quick, real quick, T2. I'm, I'm glad you're still married, but if you weren't married and you were the only male teacher at that elementary school, <laughs> oh, baby. You would, you'd be playing a lot of three on three, if you know what I'm saying. Here's, here's what I'm going to say right off the bat. Um, we're the wrong people to ask this question to. Uh, Sean, when was the last time you played three on three basketball? Uh, 2015. I think the last time I played three on three basketball was 2013. Okay. Uh, I only play five on five full court. Uh, king of the courts. I only play slam ball. In fact, full court slam ball. That's true. That's true. (laughs) You do know this about me. But luckily, uh, we know just the guy to help you answer this question. Hmm. Uh, and I sent him. I sent him this question one day ago. He's coached basketball. He's an expert at NBA basketball. Uh, Tyler, we brought in Coach Dave Dufour to answer your question. So, uh, I'm going to call him right now. Is it illegal to have a podcast about basketball and not know about basketball? Apparently not, or else Round Ball Rock would be in prison. Anyway, here's a new segment where Joey and Sean call someone who actually knows something about basketball. I'm sorry I couldn't make it to your wedding, Tyler. I wanted to, but robots do not understand love. Alright, so we've called an expert to answer Tyler's question. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, his first time on the podcast. Uh, there's only one person I know who actually knows anything about basketball. And so we've brought him in here. Ladies and gentlemen... Coach Dave Dufour from the Back to Back podcast, Nerder She Wrote. Dave, you've read Tyler's email. I did. Let's start first off. You've coached multiple basketball teams before, incredibly high yes. levels. Sure, well, uh, I don't know about incredibly high. <laughs> I mean, higher levels than what Tyler's going to be playing on. They were well, playing yeah. on the, 10 what's foot. What's the loose. highest level you coached at? Uh, like fourth division in Germany. So not very high. Uh-huh. <laughs> I try to be honest about it because I don't want anyone to ever think I'm bullshitting. Um, you know, so yes, not like uh, I never coached in the Euro League or anything like that. But you've read Tyler's email. If you were in Tyler's position, six foot one, playing on eight foot rims, what would you be looking at in drafting teammates? Let's start there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Is he six yeah. one in shoes or is he six one? Barefoot. That, that number one. It's question. an excellent how, question. How long is his neck? What's his wingspan? <laughs> Does he have a repeatable shooting motion? Like these are the things I need to know about Tyler. Because he should have been measured before the school year was. Like he shouldn't be allowed to teach kindergarten without submitting the measurements of his height. Accurate um, shoes. Accurate. Right? Yeah. Accurate. Well, accurate measurements. At, at that point, he's lying to to little children, <laughs> which is actually kind of the only acceptable lie. I guess so maybe it's okay. Okay. But but let's let's assume that this is uh six one uh without shoes. Mm-hmm. Right. So six three in shoes. Exactly. So this yeah. is a monster. Yeah. If he's playing with, with normal sized women, which uh he says he's three inches taller than anyone else he's playing against. So yeah, these are like normal sized uh women. Um number one, if if I knew his experience, uh, you know, basketball wise, like, was he a video coordinator for an NBA team at some time? I wouldn't be mm-hmm. worried at all about him dusting these women because we all know, you know, those guys don't mess around. Yeah, when they, play. They, they cannot yeah. be beaten by a woman on no, a basketball no. court. Yeah. Um, they'll cut you as fast as they'll cut an, uh, an a Yon Mahinney highlight. That's right. <laughs> 
And so with, with Tyler, uh, you know, I have to assume that he's played basketball once or twice. I mean, you know, you don't, you know, if you're over six feet and you're a guy, you probably have played basketball. Maybe he played high school basketball. Let's assume he didn't start for his high school team. So he's not very good. And he's a teacher. Maybe he just plays, you know, at recess or something like that. I mean, he's a kindergarten teacher, right? So you've got to be mm-hmm. good at stuff. Uh, you got to be able to show off for kids because kids love it. So let's assume that he can make a free throw mm-hmm. and a layup. Now, on an eight-foot rim at six-foot three with shoes on, he should be able to dunk pretty easily. Just turn Absolutely. around, jump, and dunk. So uh-huh. he needs to play like 2001 Shaquille O'Neal. And I want to see him in in three-on-three basketball. The triangle offense actually works really, really well. Mm-hmm. So inbound the ball from the top of the key, he needs to be at the high post, higher mid post. None of these ladies should be able to give him any trouble. He should be able to body him up really nice. If they double, you're going to have an open shooter in the corner. So when you're drafting, you got to find someone who can make a post-entry pass from the top of the key, mm-hmm. and you need a shooter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you have those two things, it's dunks all day. He should be able to take one dribble, turn, toss that, you know, little five foot seven art teacher <laughs> onto the baseline and then pull the rim down on her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So I think he's looking for I got to say, I think he wants uh, a younger kid teacher for that entry pass because they're more used to like passing out snacks. Um, they're teaching people how to share on a daily basis. So, you know, it, someone's the not going to be lady. hypocritical. If you yeah, the, get the, the lunch, lunch lady, lady used to dishing, you know, mashed potatoes, <laughs> gravy, things like that. Uh-huh. Get the lunch lady at the top of the key. And she's and been then, in the trenches, too. That's right. Yeah. So, so she knows she's going to be a good rebounder. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, isn't then, Tyler getting all the rebounds if he's 2001 Shaq? Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Like, shouldn't but Tyler look for... But he's going to be Shaq with no Kobe. That's the thing. Well, that's... I'm not expecting there to be a Kobe because, let's be honest, Tyler should take every shot. Yeah, shouldn't Tyler be looking for a Derek Fisher and a Glenn Rice, basically? I would so even De- say Derek, a Robert Derek... Ory. A Robert Ory. So a tall shooter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, find the woman who's 5'10", hope she has a jumper, and uh, just dominate. <laughs> Um, and then for Derek Fisher, that's probably a vice principal, I think, personality wise, right? Uh, or or a school cop. Yeah, you know, yeah one of those. Uh, you know, oh. <laughs> yeah, like science teacher with a food restriction, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> a, a math teacher. Uh, all right, Someone take, shitty. What kind of, okay, so post entry, high post entry passes. What other plays should Tyler be looking to run here? Okay, so off the high post entry, this is the beauty of the triangle offense, which, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, to me, every good offense kind of uses bits of the triangle. Uh, Golden State Warriors, for instance, have used a lot of triangle. Yeah, that e- offense looks even, real great. I mean, it's today. doing, it's even doing with, great this year. <laughs> even when they shouldn't. Um, but uh, so as a high post entry passer, you can be just as dangerous as trying to score. And so – the person in the corner, if they're if they're smart, they can make good cuts and you get layups there. The the lunch lady making the high post entry pass can cut. You got dribble handoff options. You have a lot of stuff that you can do from that spot. And uh, if Tyler can handle the basketball at all, <laughs> there there are other options as well. So, you know, you can have the lunch lady come down the screen and he can pop out. Maybe he shoots a few threes. I mean, is he a stretch big? We don't know. I don't know how his, long his neck is, so I don't know what his <laughs> functional height is. Right, right. You know, I, I'm assuming 6'3", so let's say his functional height is about, you know, 6 foot, 5'11", because I only really care about the shoulders. And let's let's assume he has a neutral wingspan. Um, you know, so I, I, I'm, he's not really a risk of poking the ball away, you know, playing in passing lanes, things like that. Doesn't really have elite wingspan uh, for his height. Um, so he's going to have to be all offensive. I'm sure he'll block shots just because he's taller than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just hope that he is more Tim Duncan than Dwight Howard and and blocks the shots in play so his team can actually oh, take it. instead advantage. of swatting them out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, what kind of defense do you think you should run when you have like a giant? Zone. Yeah. All zone. So you have you have your two two wing defenders 
and your man in the middle. And the man in the middle really is just there to live on rebounds. And I mean, you're just going to these these women are going to just put up bricks. And let's be and honest. You're going to snag all the rebounds. No one. No one's calling three in a key. In this yeah, game. yeah. Well, there is no <laughs> defensive three seconds. This yeah. is not the NBA. He yeah. gets yeah. to he gets to never leave the paint. If that's right. Want. Also, we want him to save his energy for the offensive end anyway. Yeah. You well, know, yeah. like you're resting. I Go will the say Harden route. I do want him slapping the floor at least twice on defense. I mean, you know, minimum. Minimum. <laughs> should he should he finger wag after block shots? No. He shouldn't because he's taller than everyone else. You should block every shot. As a matter of fact, he should hand the ball to the ref afterwards. Like Barry Sanders scoring a touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Uh, oh, go ahead, Sean. No, 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 no. Keep going. I was going to ask. All right. So he's 2001 Shaq. Uh, He's looking for a tall, a tall shooter and someone who can make a post entry pass. That's it. He's running a zone. Final question, obviously. Should he posterize his boss? Absolutely. Yeah, that to me is not even a question. Who the alpha is. It's the American dream to dunk on your boss. It is absolutely the American dream. That's right. right. That's right. And you've got to do it Dudley style. I mean, you've got to wrap the legs around. You've got to shove him off. You've got to do all that stuff. It's a her. His boss it's is a her. her. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good good point. You got to shove her on the ground just as hard because you know what? We're feminists here. We believe in equal opportunity posterization. Dunk on her, shove her to the ground, make a mean mug at the camera, and then walk away. I want that. I want him to do the full Sean Kemp on Alton Lister double points after he dunks on her. I mean, he's going to just dunk the whole time. Yeah. So. <laughs> he'll have he'll have opportunities. Mm-hmm. Now, is there any point when he should be doing something other than a dunk? Like after like five or six dunks, should he take a three? I mean, I, I I'm of the opinion he should be stretching the floor. It's 2019. You know, uh-huh. if you're yeah. a center and you don't shoot threes, do you even exist? Right. Do yeah. you want to be Andre Drummond, or do you want to be Carl Anthony Towns? <laughs> That's the I mean, question you should be asking yourself. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah. I think uh, let's go Carl Anthony Towns. Although, you know, Shaq would shoot threes now, for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah. A guy with that kind of touch. Yeah. He beat Ch- he beat Charles Barkley in a three-point shootout uh, like a year ago. So, the worst <laughs> percentage three-point shooter in, in, in NBA, NBA history. history. Yeah, yeah. Except um, Russell Westbrook. What do you think is going to impress his students the most? Oh, the dunks are... Really, that actually, you know, it's funny because kids also like blocks. Yeah. So maybe block a couple. I'm, I'm assuming the kids are going to be able to watch this game. So try to block a couple into the stands where the kids are sitting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, really cool. go full, like go full on. We're, it's entertainment, right? So send them a couple, but then the rest of them you want to tip back to your teammates so you can take advantage. Hit those, uh, those op- wide open threes you're going to get off the block shot. Uh, and then rebounds and putbacks and and definitely go for the putback dunk every single time. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't really have a grip on the ball, still try to do it. Miss spectacularly. The, the kids will love it. I am imagining this game and Tyler's performance in it being a lot like uh, the basketball, the one on one basketball scene in uh, the movie Catwoman. <laughs> oh, with with Benjamin Bratt yeah. and uh, <laughs> Halle Berry. In fact, Halle Berry. All right, we all know the stories of Wesley Snipes not being good at basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Halle Berry had ever seen a basketball no. before that movie. I also don't understand how your cat powers would make you better at basketball. Well, wait, hold on, hold on. Now, <laughs> cats are very good at basketball, as we all know. <laughs> they love running floppy. Uh, they're always calling horns. Um... <laughs> um well, Dave, final question. Have you ever dunked on your boss? No. No. All right. Well, we've got to no, make now that I'm happen. Sad. i got to make that happen. Gotta, somebody call up Jade Hoy. Yeah, that's the uh-huh. joke I was going to make. We have to get Jade Hoy standing under an eight-foot rim so oh, you can do it. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm doing it. That is totally going to happen. I was going to say to Tyler, hey, hit me up. Uh, I would love to fly out and and be on your three-on-three team. Yeah, it's it's – it's sad he didn't send any videos of his jumper so you could give him some tips. Hey, listen, that uh, my DMs are open. I, <laughs> I am all about helping people improve their jump shot for pickup basketball. Yeah, I think if you join Doof's uh, Patreon at the $10 level, you can have a five-minute phone call every week about uh, how you play on an eight-foot rim court. <laughs> Well, if you follow me, though, you have to at least send me a dollar. That's, yeah. that's all I ask. <laughs> all right, Dave. Uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, we would like, Dave, we're going to have you back. What, I think after this game, we're going to have you and Tyler on at the same time. And Tyler, we're going to hear uh, about how this game, game goes. Get me yeah. video of this game. Send me video. I will do a breakdown thread of this three-on-three game on Twitter because yeah. I I literally spent three hours today thinking about how I would answer this question. <laughs> um, Dave, when is back-to-back? When when is Nerder She it's Wrote all the on back-to-back? Uh, it's on Thursdays, right. I think. And what? And Thursdays or Fridays. That's Every, now listen, outside of the paywall, correct? Sort of. It's in and out. It's going to be, you know, we're doing a little bit of, uh, you know, the hokey pokey. Uh, but podcasts, all over the athletic, um, the Blazers pod, the Pacers pod, back to back, the Daily Ding, which is all of those are outside of the uh, paywall. Um, but yeah, it's hard. I think if you if you follow the NBA, it's almost impossible to not hear my voice. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and yeah. we'll have you back for a full episode here soon. Uh, but yeah, thank you for doing this. Uh, yeah. Of course. Right. Thanks, Dave. Let's let you go. Thanks. That was incredible. Wow. It is a, such a stupid podcast that we were able to call an actual basketball coach to answer that question. And he's our friend. <laughs> he did good advice. He thought about it for three hours. Uh-huh. And I'm serious, Tyler. We're having you on to talk about this game because this is one of the most delightful questions we've ever received. I need to know how this game went. Yeah, ideally, uh, I think the coach mentioned that he wants game tape if possible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's he's excited. Also, how long is your neck and how long is your wingspan? Yeah, that would... that. If he, you're going to ask basketball it. advice, you have to give those numbers. Um, we're one week into basketball season, and there's no better way to feel a part of the action than to have a stake in the game with mybookie.ag. Uh, If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Either way, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. And if you sign up right now using our promo code ROUNDROCK, to activate the offer, that's promo code ROUNDROCK. They will double your cash at mybookie.ag. And Sean, you know I love a weird bet. Yes, you do. You know what you can bet on at mybookie.ag? You can bet on who's going to win the Razzies. That is the worst movie. The the backwards Oscars, if you will. You know what's leading the field right now? What? Serenity plus four. Oh, my girlfriend got to caption Serenity mm-hmm. like four months before it came out. And she kept describing it to me. And I just said, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. And then I watched <laughs> the movie and it was worse. It was worse. Your other, uh, your next favorite? Replicas, uh, baby. What, I don't even know what that is. Uh, it is uh, that dumb movie that has Keanu Reeves in it that clearly he filmed a really long time ago oh, and they're and they just, just releasing now. Yeah, they're like, yeah, maybe people will think it's John Wick. Yeah. Oh, Middle Ditch is third build? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he's he's always a Razzie waiting to happen. Uh, all right, Hellboy plus 700. I know you like Hellboy. I love it. I consider myself a hell man. But what about the lady reboot of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Sean, at plus 800? What? That happened? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? 
starring Anne Hathaway and uh, Rebel Wilson. It's called oh, The that's Hustle. That, I didn't know that was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. It was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Wow, yes, it I want to not see it twice. Hathaway really <laughs> leaving the field. Uh, Glass plus okay. a thousand. No way that's love winning. Love that movie. I love yeah. that movie. X Men Dark Phoenix plus twelve hundred. That really has a chance. Uh, Evil Superman, Brightburn, plus 1,600. I don't even know what that is. You know what I like? You know what I like for this one, though? Actually? What Men Want. <gasps> oh, plus yeah, that... 3,300, baby. Because it's going to get nominated in a lot of categories. You get they 100 have, like, bucks, this... it wins. You win $3,300. Uh-huh. I think it's a good bet. Uh, either way, bet if you're going to make a bet, you don't have to bet on the Razzies, but if you're going to make any bet, do it at mybookie.ag using promo code ROUNDROCK. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play. You win. You get cast in a bad movie. <laughs> Should we get to the news? Yeah, let's do the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Sean, this is such a big news story for us. This would have warranted an emergency pod. Yes. But, luckily we were recording today. Although yeah. listeners are hearing this Wednesday. It's Tuesday. It's Monday now. Yeah. Um... So consider this an emergency podcast, but we're holding it because Sean's sister is getting married, and you don't do emergency podcasts on your sister's wedding day. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the emergency. Wedding's not till 5 p.m. <laughs> Think about it. Sean, please walk us through possibly the most important story Round Ball Rock has ever had. All right, so... It came out that due to a brazen robbery uh, by 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 a man named Patrick Spikes, who uh, used to be known for showing secret areas of Disneyland on social media, possibly Disney why he's Disney World, Disney, Disney World. World, sorry, possibly why he's no longer uh, an employee, was selling stolen Disney World paraphernalia, and he sold that. To Milwaukee Bucks backup center Robin Lopez. Uh, the story they they in the Orlando Sentinel, I believe, was the paper. Mm -hmm. uh, they said that Lopez was in possession of clothing that belonged to a vintage Epcot animatronic called Buzzy. Items mm -hmm. that authorities later discovered were stolen before the clothes could be sent to Disney's archives in Anaheim. Uh, obviously, we all know Buzzy, right, Joey? Oh, of course we know Buzzy. I uh, have never seen this thing before in my entire life. He he's kind of has like sort of a pilot outfit on. He, like it's a tiny leather jacket. He, he reminds me of uh, Skeeter the Muppet. Yes. Uh, but dressed as Chip and or Dale, the non-Hawaiian mm -hmm. shirt-wearing chipmunk from Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Uh, and he has enormous glasses. Mm -hmm. And he's from an exhibit that teaches you how the brain works. Mm -hmm. uh, the, these are the criminals. Patrick Spikes and his cousin blatant taunton mm -hmm. they're accused of sneaking into disney world and stealing items that spikes allegedly sold to capitalize on the lucrative market for disney exclusive merchandise joey i'm just gonna say that name one more time blatant taunton <laughs> uh now sean we can't get super into this story because we're an nba podcast and yeah. robin lopez is only a part of it yeah, but the most insane thing they stole from that <laughs> from that article was there was a picture of I believe Blayton Taunton's girlfriend wearing <laughs> a dress that was stolen 
from the haunted mansion when it was out oh, yes. to dry clean. <laughs> You're definitely getting caught stealing. Also, Disney, why aren't you? They, I'm shocked they don't have a dry cleaner in that giant campus they have. They're right. sending those things to a dry cleaner? Yeah, that's weird. Like, <laughs> everything's on site there. Right. It's very weird. Anyway, <laughs> keep going, Sean. Uh, so, last year, deputies began investigating after the animatronic Buzzy and his clothing, including a bomber jacket, headphones, and green hat, which were valued at $7,000, went missing from the Cranium Command attraction. Uh, the ride, which explored how the brain works, shut down in 2007. The new audio did not say what clothes specifically Lopez had. Now, Sean, let's mm-hmm. guess here real quick. What clothes... What? Which of Buzzy's clothes did Robin Lopez buy, you think? It's weird that he didn't get Buzzy himself. Uh-huh. Or it's possible that that's, like, leverage. Mm-hmm. They're publishing this because they're like, tell us where Buzzy is. We need Buzzy back. Uh, but definitely, I think the headphones are the prime thing that Robin would have. See, I think it's the little jacket. Uh, he wants I mean, to put it on that dog. Oh, right, his dog Muppet. Yeah. Um. Now, we should make it clear off right off the bat that the it's the FBI, right? That was investigating this. Was it the FBI? I don't know. <laughs> uh, whatever. Authorities went out of their way to say that Robin Lopez is actually the victim in this crime yes, because they he bought did. stolen merchandise. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not getting that money back. They found a, a picture of him in a bull's uniform that definitely made him look like he just learned he had stole he had received stolen <laughs> merchandise. By the way. Uh, also, a, also, they mentioned that the friend who brokered the sale for Robin Lopez is an accountant, like, four different times. Yeah, this. and it was unclear if the guy was even really Robin Lopez's friend, because he keeps trying to call Robin Lopez while yeah. being held by the police and uh, not and answering like, the phone and <laughs> or text messages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the accountant friend said, it's really frustrating that you get scammed into these things. If it's not legit, we don't want it. Robin, he's he's a high profile, like you said. I'm a CPA. I have a family. He could have said accountant. Yeah. Now, here's a question about how does an accountant end up buying stolen Disney goods <laughs> for Robin Lopez? Like, what is your life? Right, that you're that you're like you're you brokering you're brokering stolen Disney goods sales for an NBA player. Yes, but yes. also getting ripped off because you don't know they're stolen. I mean, that's a crazy like. He's not friends with Robin Lopez anymore after this. Robin Lopez needs uh, an accountant in Orange County in his life who's. Selling him hot bomber jackets. <laughs> Come on, he doesn't need that. Um, I don't really understand what Disney Springs is, Joey. What do you it, mean? I missed that part. Sorry, that well is that where is that where his is that where Brooke lives? I mean, Robin li- Brooke lives. Is that where well, Brooke lives? It is not where they live, but Brooke and Robin are both uh, appearing at. They have an NBA experience opening there. Uh huh. And they're both going to be there on Halloween. Don't they have games to play? <laughs> it seems like they should. Um, I, I, I kind of can't tell what it is. There's like stores and it has 102 shopping locations, 60 dining venues, and then 21 experiences. Whatever. And I guess one of them is the NBA experience. Maybe it's like downtown Disney. I'm sure it is, right? But it also... Oh, okay. So there's an NBA experience there, which uh, 
There's 13 games and activities. Mm-hmm. There's a you have to enter through a player entry tunnel. You embark on a full player journey from the welcoming roar of exciting crowds to training drills, competitions, championships, and beyond. It's like the boring parts of a 2K game mm-hmm. in real life. It <laughs> seems like uh, it costs thirty-four dollars to go there, but it is open until 11 p.m. Weird. And if you like the NBA experience, you might like Pepe by Jose Andres throughout the first pitch of the World Series game uh-huh. last night. And The Void, which allows you to step beyond reality. Of course. Um, so, yeah, so I guess Robin might have to bring uh, Buzzy's stuff with him on Halloween. What if he goes as Buzzy for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Sean, this is a true crime story. We don't get these in a a while. And as everyone who's ever watched a Forensic Files knows, uh, there's always delicious reenactments of the crimes. So here, without further ado, is a round ball reenactment of the Robin Lopez buzzy crime. True. It's time for Wait, this voice isn't dramatic enough. Hold on. True, true, true. Crime, crime, crime. Is this investigation discovery enough? Yeah, this is as investigation discovery as a robot gets. It's time for a round ball reenactment. Round ball reenactment. Hey, uh, Robin. It's, uh, your friend. The CPA. Oh, hey. How's it going? So, uh, I got some good Disney goods for you. Here's some hot off the presses good ni- Disney goods my friend Blayton Tompton has for you. Oh, that's great. We'll make sure that they're legit, you know. Oh, We're uh, both pretty high-profile characters. Of, of course I'm an I'm NBA a... player. I'm and I'm a CPA. Almost as important. All right, so um, there's a couple items on my wish list. Um, I was hoping. Can you ask Blayton Taunton if he's ever uh come across Chitty Chitty Bang Bang's carburetor? Mm, I got a list here. Uh, I don't see any Chitty or Bang. Uh, they do have Condor Man suit for thirty thousand dollars. Oh, okay. See if he'd take twenty nine five. Okay, all right. What else are you looking for? Um, I want a Toontown manhole cover, ideally with Mickey Mouse holding an orchestra conductor's baton. Mm, I'm only seeing Buzzy, and we're definitely getting Buzzy. Um, what about this? This is a, this is a smashed piano bench from the recording of Oliver and Company? Oh, that's exciting. Wait. Was that was that Billy Joel? Yeah, Billy Joel. He smashed. I heard I he got he mad. <laughs> heard he got really mad. Just let him do his show. Stop lighting the audience. Okay, well, how much is that bench? Seventeen five. Hmm. Has it ever been inside an Italian restaurant? I'm guessing no. Can you can you tell if it looks twisted? It 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 looks. Unusable. It's been smashed by a very drunk man. Okay, um... Uh, I'll take that one. I will take that one. Okay, alright. We're taking the the smashed bench. Uh, alright. I got one of the stuffed dogs from Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Uh, no thanks. I'm holding out for a Milo or an Otis. I got a stuffed, a stuffed wolf from White Fang. Uh, oh, do you have any set-worn jewelry... That Captain Jack Sparrow wore uh, mm. on Pirates 4 or 5? No. I heard, that, I heard his hands get super stinky by then. I do have the check from Blank Check. Oh, wow. Uh, is it verified? No. <sighs> well, it's written out to get, cash. You could, could get, cash it. 
Could you get Brian Bonsall's phone number so I could consult? I'll see what I can do. You know, the star of Family Ties and Blank Check? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I know, I'm a CPA. Of course I know All who right, Brian I'm, Bonsall is. I'm sorry, is. that was insulting. I didn't mean to treat you like that. That was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, does he have any, uh, oh, you know what I have been looking for? Um, do you have any of the personal correspondence between Walt Disney and Adolf Hitler? I do not. I want to buy it to destroy it. I do have a... Speaking of personal uh, correspondences, though, I've got letters written from Paul Walker to Steve Van Wormer on the set of Disney's Meet the Deedles. Whoa! That's incredible! They're twin brothers! Yeah, this, this, there's a lot... Uh, that was a very significant moment for me when I saw that movie, both cinematically and emotionally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you want uh, the Deedles letters? I want those Deedles letters. And um, do you have any of the set dressings that went along with Brian the Leprechaun King from Darby O'Gill and the Little People? I do not. I do not. Um, I like that movie because it reminds me about what it's like to walk among the normies. Everyone is little people to me and my twin brother, Brooke. Well, what about me, a certified CPA? That's like a giant. Yeah, when you're holding that ledger, it's like you're ten feet tall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, the final thing I'm looking for. Does he have any access to the tennis shoes that that computer wore? Mm-hmm. I'm not you know seeing what the computer wore tennis shoes? I do. You know what I am seeing? What's that? Uh, what about the riding lawnmower from David Lynch's The Straight Story? What? Who? It's a Disney movie. The Was Straight that a Story. a Touchstone release? No, it's a straight up Disney release, my man. Oh my gosh, I was so scared of that. I thought it would be too twisted, even for me. It's just a I man on it... a lawnmower, Robin. Right, but but is he driving to hell? No. Is somebody like huffing the gasoline that he puts in his riding mower? No, and it's terrorizing people. It's actually very sweet. How many people get murdered? I think zero. What? It's just an old old man on a lawnmower. The 90s right. were crazy. Is he solving a murder? No. Um, are there any weird 50s songs that somebody lip-syncs for no reason? There are 50s songs. I don't think there's any lip-syncing, though. I okay. believe you're thinking of, uh, Blue Velvet. Yeah, I've only seen the box cover of the DVD for that one. I heard Brooks saw it, though. Yeah, he did. He had so many nightmares. Mm-hmm. He also said he was going to cut off my ear and leave it in a field for some wholesome teenagers to find. And it was going to both take my ear and their innocence. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm not interested in that lawnmower. Okay, there's one other thing I'm seeing here. Oh, okay. Wait, can I ask you one other question? Sure. Is there any chance that he has one of Dr. Wayne Zielinski's backyard contraptions from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids or Honey, I Blew Up the Baby? You wa- you ask this every time. He does not. I swear. If he has one, I'll get it for you. Oh, Moranis won't answer my letters. Here's what I do have, though. This okay. is the creme de la creme of what he's offering. I guess you would know you're a CPA. Mm-hmm. You know the Apple Dumpling Gang? Oh, do I ever! How much you willing to pay for Tim Conway's corpse? Whoa! Tim Con- is Is it the whole corpse? Or is it on its knee like his hilarious character Dorf? It's the whole corpse. He was buried in the Apple Dumpling Gang outfit. Oh my gosh! Uh, is he, like, cryogenically frozen or anything? No, or is he, he kind of right? very bad. Alright, I could work with that. How much is he asking? $375,000. Alright, it's sold, but I am gonna need... It's contingent on him delivering to me uh, Don Knotts' right ulna 
so I can complete my apple dumpling gang skeletons. Okay, okay. I'll see what I can do there. All uh, right, great. Hey, uh, Robin. Uh, yeah. Just one last thing. Uh, if uh, I'm ever in a police station, please answer my calls. Absolutely. I will never send you to voicemail because you're a CPA and my best friend. Round ball reenactment. Well, that was quite the round ball reenactment. Yeah, that's it's gonna got to be a new feature, I guess. A lot, a lot of weird stuff going on in there. <laughs> um. All right, Sean. What other news stories do we got? Okay. Um. I think I'm gonna put the. I'm gonna go to uh, David Blaine <laughs> visited the Los Angeles Lakers Excuse and me? gave it. Uh. Famed uh, magician slash sex creep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. David Blaine. Um, close-up magician. Epstein, uh, Epstein plane. St- street magician uh, on the Epstein ledger, on the Epstein plane. I heard a story about David Blaine um, being hired to do close-up magic at Jeffrey Epstein's house for a meal that Woody Allen was in an attendance at, which, like... That is the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's so sad. He was not invited to the meal. Um, Anyway, uh, so so the Lakers, we've talked about this on the podcast before, when The Rock gave one of um, Mm -hmm. uh, the the Genius Talks. The notable things from that was that Rob Palenka introduced the Genius Talk. Before he even brought The Rock out, he told a demonstrably false story about introducing Kobe Bryant to Heath Ledger before a Knicks game because Kobe had seen The Dark Knight and he really wanted to meet him. Yep, Rob Palenka, known liar. Known liar. Lakers Paladin calls him uh, Poisonous Palenka. Poisonous Palenka. Um, And then The Rock gave a talk where he talked about how he was, he he said he got kicked out of Hawaii at one point. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he only had like five bucks when he got to L.A. He kept slapping the wall, mm-hmm. thinking it was a little more permanent than it was. He had and also, the hardest nipples yeah, anyone has ever seen. I was worried about his nipples and like the temperature of the facility. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can see he really inspired Alex Caruso, Josh Hart, and uh, Brandon Ingram, I think. Because at the end of the talk, The Rock was like, look, I'm way too muscle-bound to suck my own dick. But if you just get one rib removed, like Brandon Ingram did this summer, you can be living the dream, too. Um. So, wait, what does all of this have to do with David oh, Blaine? Oh, sorry. Sorry. So, David Blaine gave one of those genius talks, too. Rob Palinka and the Lakers management decided, you know what? Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Rajon Rondo need to inspire them. The man who froze himself in Central Park. Uh huh. The guy who stayed in a coffin for a long time for no mm-hmm. real reason. A guy who does basic close up magic tricks on the street, but in a different twist, he just stares at you mm-hmm. like a creep. A man who has been on the Epstein plane and was a member of the Pussy Posse with mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. That is. Decades of sex creepery. A man uh, being investigated for sex assault in both New York and London. Wow, incredible. It's amazing that he's allowed inside any building, mm-hmm. much less the home of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're complicit now. I mean, they dodged a bullet with Luke Walton. Why not try again? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, they, they were like, these guys are a little listless. So did David Blaine give him an inspirational talk about magic? Or do you think he was just doing... He just fucking did magic, dude. He just did fucking magic, and he was like, only opening his eyes halfway. Also, there's no fucking way LeBron James went to this genius talk. No, because LeBron LeBron was, ironically, was freezing his body in his own... uh, weird medical van yeah <laughs> he's like yeah I, I freeze myself all the time this guy ain't shit oh david blaine really 
really ain't shit. Of all the guys that ain't shit, David Blaine is maybe the the ain't shittiest. <laughs> Mediocre magician uh, bails on most of the challenges that he sets for himself. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like the way Morgan Spurlock makes documentaries is the way David Blaine. <laughs> does like public magic stuff. And David Blaine didn't even me to himself like Morgan Spurlock did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that uh, was too. All right. Um enough Blaine talk. Can I show you something? That's how Blaine talks. Um yeah. Do Let's you th- about- wait, actually okay, do you think when right. David Blaine has to go door to door when he's finally uh caught, he's going to uh-huh. open with Can I show you something? And yeah. then it'll be the the sex the sex crime registry. Yeah, that's somehow in their pocket, and yeah. then they're like, "You just violated this this order." Um, hey, the roofie's actually in your drink. Ta-da! Uh, all right, Sean, let's talk about him. Let's talk about Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang, baby. Uh. So Andrew Yang, I guess, has just been constantly talking shit about the New York Knicks, who he used to be a fan of, but he has bailed for the Nets. Uh, he it's said because of that Alibaba money. It's because of that Alibaba <laughs> money it changes everything. Uh, Andrew Yang said, I think I'm speaking for many true Knicks fans. And after Dolan sells the team, I'll probably be the first in line to sign up for the new administration. So he's he's openly ready to to ditch his new Knicks fandom and NBC News didn't did an interview. With hey, him. here's a question though. Um does this somehow uh violate the emoluments clause? <laughs> oh, with with Yang? <laughs> yeah, just like uh can a presidential candidate really try and force someone to sell their business? I mean, uh I don't know. The way he said administration makes me think he's trying to do that, like, pickup artist thing of neuro-linguistic programming, where it's like, oh, he said administration. It's almost, that sounded presidential. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, he didn't, he doesn't have any practical methods in place here, unfortunately. Um, So the first question was, Americans are used to politicians who love a sports team or hate a rival team. Do you wonder if it might take some getting used to a politician who loathes their home team? Now, I'm not saying I support Andrew Yang, but that would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if Trump hated the Yankees mm-hmm. and was just railing against his home team. I mean, he's already, like, railing against most athletes and African-Americans and women and anyone from another country. You know what would be the uh, And, like, children. Though? Yeah. If George W. Bush hated the Texas Rangers after oh. he sold the team, <laughs> yeah. Well, they he it does kind of feel like they dissed him. Like like the Bush family was like all in on the Astros, but it's possible they were going to playoff games before the Rangers started to suck a few years ago. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up enough. That would be great. He's like, I already got mine. Fuck y'all. Houston <laughs> rules. Arlington rules. Um. Let me find some good. So basically, Andrew Yang said that uh, the Knicks are what's wrong with America, right? That was his thesis. Yeah. So he said. uh, So he wants James Dolan. Well, he said, yeah, all fans a thousand dollars a year. Yeah, because he says that they're a sign of he lost face in the Knicks, just like Americans lost faith in Congress. Uh, And then he says the Knicks are like a giant corporate monopoly. He says there are actually parallels to other aspects of American life, because if you wanted to make a switch from certain companies or even certain political parties, they have a quasi monopoly as the Knicks presumably do for basketball fans in New York city. Although Andrew Yang destroying his thesis a little bit by jumping to the nets, which means you know, there might be a little more perfect competition. It means look, he's going to move to Canada if uh, he loses the. Yeah, yeah, presidency. yeah. I used to look. I used to tutor in freshman economics, and uh, his ease of moving to a different product 
uh, is disproving his monopolies mm-hmm. thesis there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. It is. It's funny because he definitely, because of the specific way he hates the Knicks, it makes me think he's a pretty legit fan because he's so mad about Frank uh, Nikolatina. Frankie Smokes. He was so mad that he did well in the FIBA Cup, but he was not doing well. Uh, for the Knicks. At one point, the interviewer gets really mad at him because Yang's like, they signed all these garbage guys. And the guy's like, they're like one or two year deals. And he's just like, that takes playing time for people who could help in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he wants a stipend. Um, he wants like age of consent laws at Mad- Madison square garden declining. Presumably. Right. Isn't that <laughs> one of his things. Uh, but he also he says that the they say he's a doomsayer because he says the climate crisis is too late to stop, so we need to move to higher ground. I just learned that about Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. What a what a solution! Um, and that robots are going to take our jobs, so we just have to give everyone twelve thousand dollars a year to cope. And he says he's not a pessimist because he's running for president, which is an optimistic action. Cool guy, cool guy. Super cool guy, but I gotta say, Actual I like that he's really thing. mad that they let Noah Vonley go. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. All right, Sean. Do we have another story? Yeah, we have a little bit of a somber ending to this episode. Um, one of our uh, strongest supporters, just from the very beginning at Roundball Rock, uh passed away we just want to say r.i.p to uh robert evans mm-hmm. um he supported us right from the beginning uh gave us a couple news tips uh script notes when we would do stuff like uh he actually ghost wrote our second uh wizenard excerpt mm-hmm. actually um and he told us you know call us late at night to tell us about you know watching the lakers in a hot tub with Allie mcgraw he was a special guy Special friend to the podcast, uh, rest in power, King. And we will be sending your uh, Patreon level buttons and T-shirts to your crypt. So RIP, Robert. You're damn right, we will. Yeah. Um, a great man and a greater friend. Sean, did you write a song? I did. Is it about Robert Evans? It's not about Robert Evans. It's going to be a surprise. You're going to be able to hear it in a couple seconds. I'm not even going to hype it. Um, great. Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow us on, follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Munez, where I recently tweeted, this year for Halloween, I'm going as a fat, old, bald version of Malcolm. I've been working on this costume for 13 years. Still bums me out. (laughs) Trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, This should be our only episode this week, but we'll be back next week. Uh, Shut it down. Let's all... Dunk on our bosses. Dunk on... Oh, yeah. Let's all dunk on our bosses. The American dream, baby. I want to dunk on Andrew Yang. Eats by himself. No one to shoot with. Got steroids off the shelf. Aiden misbehaving, and yet the Suns are two and two. The team's playing defense. Ubre's on a roll, but DeAndre's suspended for taking clenbuterol. Aiden misbehaving, and his appeal's not going through. Like Rashad Lewis, he was clueless, a diuretic, how pathetic. It's never a mislabeled supplement. They don't do post-ups for Aaron Baines. Kick it to Javon Carter, he'll make it rain. Aiden misbehaving, the Ewing theory's coming true. He started juicing, they stopped losing, they got Ricky, 
But I'll stop sticking, so change your face, be happy now. He's out till Christmas, but he don't wanna. Guess I'll stop shopping for pills in Tijuana. Aiden misbehaving, but Phoenix is still two and two. Aiden misbehaving, but the sun's out two and two. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.